Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! My name is Jesse Harley, and I am a dim-witted average Canadian being dragged here against my will by Reese Waters. I'm Reese Waters. I am a new arrival to Canada, and I am really interested in learning about the domestic politics of Canada, and I want to learn through teaching Jesse, which... Oh, God. It's going to be a battle. I really don't want to learn this shit. And I, and I do, so I'm going to force you, and you haven't got a choice. Fucking hell. But learning through teaching is a good technique. Unless you're swimming. Yeah, or driving. Right. So let's get on with it. <laughs> Fuck. We are here to talk about Canadian politics. But the UK politics is weird and quirky and there's a lot of history tied into everything and a lot of tribalism and where you grew up and what school you went to plays a big part. in. you know, there's, there's a class system that kind of ties into it. And I've come to Canada <laughs> and everything seems very gentle and everyone's really nice to each other. <laughs> so I want to learn about Canadian politics because everyone tells me it's boring, but I kind of don't think that it is. Well, you'd be wrong. You're probably one of the most, uh, in terms of politics, the most ignorant people I know. <laughs> no, that is accurate. Yeah. So have you ever voted? I, I feel a huge sense of shame from my friends if I don't. How, mu how much research do you do into your voting? Um, whatever ones my friends are shouting with their fists around their heads, I'll, I'll vote so that they don't beat me up. So you basically you're peer pressured into exercising your democratic right. Yeah, yeah. People like you do make me slightly angry though, because you, you're the kind of person who complains about it. No, I complain that they exist. I don't really complain what they do much. Like, <laughs> it's, you, I, th I kind of just wish we, they'd leave us alone. And, do you think we should <laughs> just hand it over to like a computer and let a computer? I, like, honestly, an AI? I think I think there's a lot of governing that's happening, uh, self governing of of countries that's happening on the internet, but without countries. I think the borders around countries are disappearing online, and I think people are making money online, not. Declaring it, I think people are, you know, starting communities online without the government being aware of it. I think there's a new world that's happening online, and we're leaving our own governments in the dust because they don't understand it. You still have and to it's kind of exciting. You still have to live somewhere, eat some food. Well, yes, <laughs> at the moment, until we become lawnmower man. And Canadian politics isn't boring, and you don't have to escape and upload your body to the internet. <laughs> All right, all right, fine. If you keep providing the smoothies, okay. I'll listen. So I'm let's let's get this started. Let's not uh, bore our listener with uh, with whatever this <laughs> ramble rant okay, is. So I thought I thought teach me, teach me, Obi Wan. I thought I would start from the top. So Sir John Alexander Macdonald, the drunk. You you know he's drunk. Okay, what That's else? All do you, I know what what else do you know about him? It's he's got a long name, sir. He must have been a knight. Uh, he was knighted at some point. Yeah. He had to get on his knees and they like hit his shoulders with a sword and that's about all I know. And he had a fancy meal afterwards. <laughs> he was the first prime minister of Canada. I'm guessing you knew. Please tell me you knew that. You did. Did you go to a place called school? I vaguely remember something like that. In yeah. some schools, they have a topic called history. Did you yeah. do history? It was to me. It was called sleep on my desk. Okay. Bear in mind, I've done a couple of hours of research into this, so I, I haven't read. I've read 15 books for this podcast. That, that would be a lie. <laughs> I, I skimmed the internet for an hour and a half. So He had a, a, a political career that lasted like 50 years, but that's not interesting to you. But he was, no. the, he was, he was seen as the, the father of confederation. So he created the modern entity of Canada from oh, the collection of territories and things that existed before in North America. 
All right, that's that's kind of cool, I guess. Um, it is kind of cool, but being an influential politician in the 1800s, <clears throat> mm-hmm. there are some things today that, that uh, at the time were acceptable that today would be considered questionable ethics. Not bathing. No, uh, maybe more genocide. Oh, right. So, you know, so, yeah. so there's, there's a... Wait, he committed genocide? Uh, there, was a, there was a certain amount of complicity. He didn't, His friend he didn't, Bob killed all those people, and he just kind of ignored the fact that Bob did it. Uh, and he was born in Glasgow in Scotland. Oh, wow. In January 1815, <clears throat> which is, incidentally, the same year that uh, the novel Emma by Jane Austen was published, and the world's first ever commercial cheese factory was founded in Switzerland. That so. is a straight-up lie. It's no, that's, that's the truth. The, tell me more about that. I don't well, I guess, care about politics. I want to know more of this cheese factory. <laughs> Canadian cheese is boring. So anyway, and it, it, is. Is. it is. It is. It really is. <laughs> so anyway, his father, Hugh, and I love this. His father who? His father was called Hugh. Well, who? Hugh. 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 Okay. Hugh, as he would say. So anyway. Do that again. His father, do, do, do a Canadian accent for us. His father, Hugh, <laughs> which... Uh, <laughs> it's spot on. <laughs> I'm blending in. You wouldn't know. So, uh, and I, his job description, which, which I thought was wonderful, was unsuccessful merchant. <laughs> no. <laughs> unsuccessful merchant. <laughs> which, uh, which I think is great. It's, I mean... You look at like people with multi-level marketing schemes on Facebook. This kind of a is a relatable job these days, right? Yeah. Know. Okay. Unsuccessful merchant. All right. Yeah. That's cool. I um, didn't know that. Uh, today, he would call himself an entrepreneur. He would post. He would, he would post a lot of pictures on Instagram of of his nice suit, but he wasn't making any money. Anyway, right. unsuccessful merchant with a limited social media following. Um, <laughs> Very limited. <laughs> his mother likes every post. Yeah. So uh, he. Um, as an unsuccessful, a consequence of being an unsuccessful merchant is that you have failed business ventures. Right. Apparently, apparently, yes, apparently. That's... So uh, that's part of the job description. Right. Um, and he, his dad, fled with the family to Kingston, Canada, to uh, obviously they were escaping debts and oh, okay, I was going to say like, what Scottish are they people escaping? knocking on the door, going, "Where is my money?" And and things like that. I can't do a Scottish accent. I'm from the UK. That was terrible. Even I can do a Scottish accent. No, it's a horrible <laughs> Scottish accent. Wow. It's, it's, it's just as bad as yours. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> the, the job description and successful merchant transferred readily to the Canadian economy. He didn't have to do any training to... to, 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 to <laughs> so, and, and his father continued to lose money in Canada. And didn't, how, how young was John at the time? He was 15. Young John now. Okay. He had to begin work at the age of 15. So, right, to support his unsuccessful father. To, yeah, so he said, I had no boyhood. From the age of 15, I began to earn my own living. And he began an, uh, an, an apprenticeship to become a, a lawyer. Yeah. I, I got my first job when I was 16. I don't know what he's complaining about. <laughs> so he, he, he quickly, he became a lawyer. He was good at it. He was pretty smart. And uh, he uh, started to rise through the ranks of, of politics. He was fast becoming one of the most uh, colorful and uh, capable politicians in, in, in Ontario. Um, Colorful, yeah, yeah. He was a, he was a bit of a character. So, as you as you mentioned, <laughs> he had a uh, a bit of a drinking problem. Well, I mean, so, it's only a problem if 
so at this time, if you can't get votes, <laughs> at this time, whiskey was described as dirt cheap, and tab- taverns were ubiquitous. I was born in the wrong year. <laughs> so, hang on a minute. Let me just find. I just lost let's my. Just, let's I lost just. My I'm going to say. I'm going to assume that he was an alcoholic at 16. While you look up your notes, that he was going to the bars at 16. He works as a lawyer at 16. Why can't he be admitted to the bars at 16 and drink? Yeah, cheap well, ass exactly. whiskey. Do you like that? Yeah, I do. Did my little little <laughs> spiel there while you looked through your that notes. Was, good. was that good? Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. So. He was often <coughs> drunk during his time as a politician and as a lawyer in court. So, Fantastic. Uh, in, in 1866, he was the Minister for Militia for Canada West. Now, Canada West was... I have a question already. Yeah. Why do people mention years? Does anyone remember these years? No, it's just a reference to where we are so far in this story. Oh, I guess. Can you remember for 10 points what year was he born? I'll give you a clue. It's the same year that the first commercial cheese factory. <laughs> well, you just said it was 18. No, I don't know. 1850. 1850. So anyway, he was the, the, the minister of militia for Canada West. Now, do you know what Canada West is called today? The Prairies? Ontario. Oh, that's okay, east. Yeah. yeah, but that was as far west as Canada was. It was Canada West and Canada East. Which was Quebec <clears throat> was Canada East, okay, and the Maritimes was something completely separate. Right, we didn't even exist. No, no, exactly. Well, you, they, they did. We existed. They did. We but just they, weren't and, acknowledged. No, exactly. <laughs> so he was the the minister of militia and uh, the minister uh, of militia, ministry of militia. What is that? I don't know, but um, the militia is I like. Gu- I guess he ran the the kind of. Isn't the militia like an underground sort of military? Is where you just arm some citizens and go. Well, if there's any trouble, we'll give you a call. <laughs> just drive around in so, your trucks and. So the early version of Neighborhood Watch. Neighborhood Watch, but with... But with 12-gauge shotguns and constantly drunk. And swords, yeah. And yeah. swords. Yeah, yeah. Swords? And clubs. And No, yeah. let's go back to the swords. I imagine, they, were, I imagine they had swords. Oh, you don't know. I don't know. That was my guess. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to... You're teaching me here, Reese. About, so now I know <laughs> that, thanks to you, that John A. McDonald's personal militia was like filled with sword waving lunatics. I think people still had swords in 1866. I don't think. Of course. Ever, Why know. would you get rid of your sword? Well, exactly. <laughs> Just because it's the next year. Like. Exactly. <laughs> so um, at that time when he was in charge and he was consistently drunk, some Irish separatists um, invaded from America and began seizing farms in Ontario. Are you about to tell me about a story of John A. McDonald's? Drunken militia with swords attacking. No, do, do you know what happened? They people were sending them telegrams <clears throat> saying, "Help! Send in the drunk militia. We're being invaded." And he was too drunk, and they didn't turn up because. Is he, that true? It's true. You too what? drunk to reply. This. All right. I'm. So and, I'm and the quote says, <laughs> I'm interested. The, the, quote, the quote says he left telegram after telegram and answered because he was in such a state of intoxication that he could not comprehend them. So help. I don't, don't know what that means. I'm too drunk. <laughs> and this man got voted in. <laughs> so there was a, you know, literally that's the baseline of what you've got to do as, as a leader is make sure you don't get invaded. And yeah. <clears throat> so as long as we're doing better than John A., 
yeah. as a politician. You, this, this is this is the level of which all politicians now compare themselves. <laughs> Am I blind drunk? Am I ignoring telegrams for help for from invading country? No. Okay, we're doing okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. And, and, and during an election in the 1860s, he uh, he threw up during a campaign speech. I probably would. Yeah, yeah. And, and looking at the score, like capital, his political opponent kind of flagged it up. As, uh, as saying, you know, you're not fit for office. You just stood your throwing up on the stage in front of everyone. You control yourself. And he I'd said, have to agree with the man. <laughs> and, and, and his response was, I get sick, not because I get drunk, but because I have to listen to my opponent talk. And everybody laughed and ignored the alcoholism and had a great time. <laughs> and thus was born the worldwide wrestling event that is Canadian and American politics. Exactly, exactly. It has nothing to do with what you bring to the table, what you actually want to do for the country. It has literally everything to do with do you like me or do you like them? Who do you like more? Exactly. That's it. It's a wrestling event. So and you do care about politics. I don't care about you it do because care I don't about care about politics. wrestling. It's this stupid. Stuff. It's so Neither dumb. I, it's but. a he, he said, she said event. It's vilifying and there's heroism and vilification. And it's just, it's so mind-bogglingly stupid how many people they've suckered into this this ridiculous game. <clears throat> there we are. So 15 minutes in and I've made you care. I, <laughs> through sheer hate. Through hate. Sheer hate. <laughs> so motivated to vote sometimes for some people. You know. So... so um, Shall we, shall we end this episode on, uh, on a high note? You have been listening to Canadian Politics is Boring. Uh, if you were affected by any issues touched in this uh, episode, then... Uh, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, to find someone who cares. <laughs> That's a horrible outro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you've enjoyed Jesse suffering during his education process, then uh, we will make more episodes. I think that's good. And also, we will open a merchandise store where we can sell hats and t-shirts that say unsuccessful merchant on them. I think that's a brilliant idea with, with Sir Janet McDonald's father's face on it, which everyone will recognize. Exactly. And if we don't know what he looks like, we'll just draw him. Right. <laughs> this, this is if good. anyone out there is a successful merchant and they want to give us tips. <laughs> so, uh, Thanks for forcing me to do this. No, thank you for, um, for complying willfully. <laughs> We'll see you next episode. See you next episode.